Do you feel like you're barely keeping your head above water? That no matter how hard you try, meaningful progress remains out of reach? Heather gets that. She battled an eating disorder for years before seeking help. Now in recovery, Heather is here to tell you that positive change is possible even when it doesn't feel that way. Join her as she shares openly about her struggles and small triumphs. Fair warning, though. Heather doesn't hold back. Her candid story may trigger some. But for those wanting honesty, hope, and healing, this is 1% Better with Heather. Hey there, Mellow Gaffers, and welcome to 1% Better with Heather. On this episode, we are going to talk extreme hunger. So, oh, I was going to say oh, another worst nightmare come true, but let's just face it. It's all a worst nightmare come true when you start eating disorder recovery. So we'll just move on. Extreme hunger is something that I fought off for a very long time. I started recovery on my terms. And I was like, okay, I'm going to eat, but I'm going to stay in my little safe foods and only have certain things, right? I, I think everyone starts off like this because you want control. You don't have any control, by the way, but you think that you do. So I think, and especially for me, I thought, well, if I start eating French fries, I'm never going to stop. I am going to eat all the French fries in the land. And all I'm going to do is gain weight. Because let's be honest, what is the goal of eating disorder recovery? What does everyone want? If you went and asked anybody, they'd say, I want to recover, I want to eat, but I don't want to gain weight. That's not how that works, by the way. I get it. I'm right there with you, but it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So when we start handing it over and laying down the sword and embracing eating disorder recovery, the extreme hunger will, will creep in. It will. And some days were easier than others for me to embrace it. But as soon as I did that, that's the fastest way, obviously, to repair your body. And you're going to be out of this eating disorder hell so much faster. The more you think you have control, the further down the pit you're going. You're not going up. Hate break news to you. My extreme hunger started at, oh, I think I'm like two weeks in, three weeks in. And then I went on an every two hour schedule. So I was eating every two hours. I was waking up. I was having two English muffins with a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and then I would have some sort of bar. And then I would have lunch. And I went and I go in phases. So when, when I latch onto something, I eat that until I'm sick of it. And then I move on. So this was my chicken salad phase. So I'd make chicken salad on bread and I would eat cheesies. I'm, I'm not a cheesy person, but for some reason, cheesies were it. So I was eating two sandwiches plus cheesies plus all the mayo in the land and all the chipotle mayo in the land. I'm a dip kind of person. I was dipping. It, it was something else, let me tell you. Two hours later, I was having a snack. 
And then this is where the cookies and my favorite cookies from 7-Eleven. I'm not sponsored by 7-Eleven. I, sh I should have taken out stock in 7-Eleven. All those cookies that I bought there, they have oatmeal raisin ones. So good. I was eating like a package a day. And so that went on. And then I would have dinner, which was another two sandwiches, chicken salad sandwiches, and uh, cheesies, and some sort of drink. I'm not a big pop drinker. So I normally drink like tea. Oh, and I was drinking a lot of uh, peppermint tea because it helps with digestion. So that was a good two weeks of that. But also, three o'clock in the morning would come and I would have to go into my freezer and get something to eat because I wasn't sleeping. I'm like, oh no, I need a carb. So I had Safeway brand muffins in my freezer and I would eat a brand muffin with a gob of butter. And if you live in Canada, you know butter prices. Holy cow. So, but it was worth it. And then that would go the next day, the next day, the next day. And then I would find something else. I would go on another kick for lunch. It was always an English muffin. I love English muffins with a jar of Kraft peanut butter. I'm all over it. That was always my go-to, but I, I really liked it. Oh, and then I did do the cereal. I I don't know what it is with starting eating disorder recovery, but you will start with cereal. I ate my weight in Chex Mix. I should have bought in stock out in Chex Mix. <laughs> I should have bought stock a lot of places. I'd be like super rich right now. But cereal is a thing and that I don't know why it's just easy. So I and then I started eating like Raisin Bran cereal and all the cereals in the land, but always had to have cookies always. And that's how it went. And yeah, was I eating around the clock? Yes. But you, eventually, it does stop. It does. It was only, how long was I in my extreme eating? Well, it, it teetered off. So I went from eating bread muffins at three o'clock in the morning to eating donuts at midnight <laughs> to only needing like a yogurt at midnight and I could go to sleep. But, and then I would sleep till 5 a.m. And maybe breakfast was a little bit earlier than it was the other times. So it it does teeter off. By Easter, I was I was okay. So that was April. I'm not here to bullshit you. It's going to be a bit probably. And every body is different. And everyone's going to react differently. But there is no getting around extreme eating. There isn't. You you gotta you gotta hand it over and just lean in. Ask yourself right now what what's the worst thing that's gonna happen, really? You give in to your extreme eating, you stay on the planet, you keep breathing. How are you doing in your eating disorder? How's that working out for you? Probably not so hot, right? Nothing is forever. You got to go through stages. And sometimes stages take a little bit longer than others. But everyone has to do it. There is no secret 
passage. There's no like secret secret map. There's nothing I can say to you that is like the holy grail of eating disorder recovery. No. The only thing I can say to you is choose you and hand it over and lay down your sword. Makes life so much easier. And then we all get there. 1% better. That's all for this episode of 1% Better. To continue the conversation, head over to our website at www.1percentbetter.ca, where you can access more stories and resources. We'd also love it if you subscribed and left us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And remember, friends, progress takes patience, perspective, and sometimes a little help from people who get it. So be kind to yourself and others as we work to get 1% better every day. We'll see you back here next week.